Two Dogs, a Guy, and a Movie Podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience of dogs. Welcome into Two Dogs, a Guy, and a Movie Podcast. I am your host, Chris Hancock, currently joined by both of my executive producers, Mosby and Luna, who are napping behind me in the office currently. As always, they would like me to take a moment and remind you to visit your local humane society or rescue group and pick up a four-legged friend today, because we could all use a four-legged friend in our life. What we do here on this podcast is we take a movie, sometimes old, mostly new ones, let you know what we think about it, give a little breakdown on it, and let you know if it's something that you should take the time out and see, as far as my opinion goes, but really just try and help you form your own. And that's what we'll get to here in just a second. On today's episode, we will be discussing Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is a Marvel Universe movie directed by Peyton Reed. It stars Paul Rudd as Scott Lang and also Evangeline Lilly as Hope Van Dyne. The movie starts in 1987. It shows us a brief glimpse into the home life of... Ant-Man and the Wasp, also known as Dr. Hank Pym, who is played by Michael Douglas, and Janet Van Dyne, who is played by Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, They have to try and disarm a missile, but after some difficulties, Janet is forced to sacrifice herself by shrinking herself and entering the quantum realm, which is where you shrink between the molecules. She is presumed dead. So then the movie forwards to present day and it shows Dr. Pym explaining to Hope Van Dyne who is played by Evangeline Lilly uh, that he believes Janet is still alive in the quantum realm and he has an idea of how to bring her back. So then the movie shifts to show us what Scott Lang who is Ant-Man now played by Paul Rudd Lang has been under house arrest since he was involved with all the shenanigans that went on in Captain America Civil War where he went against the Sokovia Accord and is now under house arrest. So it's been about two years since that happened and it shows us uh, Scott Lang trying to entertain his daughter Cassie who is played by Abby Ryder Fortson. Uh, He's trying to entertain her because since he's under house arrest, he can't leave to go anywhere, and he's built this elaborate ant hill-type tunnel. And he gets some help entertaining her from his business partner, Luis, who is played by Michael Pena. Um, They have started a security company, and they have a client coming up, and so Luis is there to discuss that, but also to try and help entertain the little one during the whole entertainment session Scott accidentally 
breaks the barrier of his house arrest, and the FBI show up to check on him. The main FBI agent, Jimmy Wu, who is played by Randall Park. Jimmy Wu comes to check on him to make sure Lang is not trying to escape. He's only got three days left on the whole house arrest thing, so there's really no reason for him to. And the FBI clears out, and Cassie's visitation is over, so Scott is left there by himself, and he tries to relax, and he falls asleep, and he has a dream where he sees Janet Van Dyne in the quantum realm. And so upon waking up from this dream, he decides that even though it goes against his house arrest rules, he's going to call Hank Pym, and he leaves him a message telling him about the dream he had. Shortly after Scott leaves the message, he is taken by Hope, Van Dyne and it is taken to meet up with Dr. Pym because they need his help to locate Janet in the quantum realm and they think he has some way of communicating with her because they explain that as they opened up the tunnel to the quantum realm that is when Scott called to leave the voicemail that he had just had that dream about seeing Janet. They think it is an obvious connection. Unfortunately the tunnel was not able to be held open very long because it was not stable so Hope and Pym need a part from a black market dealer who is named Sonny Birch. He is played by Walter Goggins and so as Hope goes to get this part that she needs, uh, things don't go exactly according to plan, and we find out that Hope is currently the Wasp, and as she starts to see some trouble, we're introduced to another character uh, named Ghost, uh, and Ghost is able to shift her matter makeup to be able to walk through walls and makes it very difficult to fight her. Uh, so Scott becomes Ant-Man and tries to help Wasp fight Ghost. Uh, and as all of this goes down, Ghost is able to get away and she is able to make off with the part that Hope and Pym needed and also with Dr. Pym's lab because, of course, they were able to shrink it and bring it with them. Now, after this encounter and all of this goes down, Scott, Hope, and Pym are forced to turn to a former colleague of Dr. Pym, uh, Dr. Bill Foster, who is played by Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, the trio take Foster's advice on how to locate the lab and also to locate Ghost, and they successfully do so. And upon them finding Ghost, we also find out that Bill Foster is actually helping Ghost. And we also find out Ghost is actually a girl named Ava, who is played by Hannah John Kamen. Foster explains to Pym and Hope and Scott that they need to locate Janet in the quantum realm as well, because they think they can take some of the energy from Janet and help cure Ava of her phasing uh, problem. Obviously, they now have two groups of people that want to find Janet, but for different reasons. 
and Dr. Pym is not in favor of helping them because he's afraid that it'll hurt Janet if she's even still alive. So there's a little bit of a scuffle, and afterwards the three, uh, being Scott, Hope, and Pym, are able to escape, and they are also able to escape with the lab. So they're back in business of trying to find Janet in the quantum realm. And they are successful in locating her because she is able to send a message through Scott on where to locate her. But then, of course, things go bad again. They go bad because Sonny Birch is after them after the scuffle over the part. Ava is after them because she needs the lab to get into the quantum realm to get to Janet. And also the FBI is after them because Hank Pym and Hope are both wanted. And they also have to go and check on Scott to make sure he's not breaking his house arrest. So a whole lot of shenanigans go down. Ava ends up with the lab. Scott ends up back at home and is still able to avoid the FBI figuring out that he's been breaking his house arrest protocol. And Hope and Dr. Pym end up arrested. Luckily, after Scott has made it home and avoided getting in trouble with the FBI, he is able to use the Ant-Man suit and helps get Hank and Hope out of custody. And then with the help of Luis, the four of them then go on a mission to recover the lab and also to recover Janet. And that's pretty much the most of a recap that I can give you without kind of giving away some of the uh, funny things that go on to play out the rest of the scenario. Um, and really it's just kind of hard to describe a lot of chase scenes and fight scenes in any depth that is going to be entertaining or interesting but that's what the rest of the movie is is just a lot of action-packed chasing and fighting and trying to complete missions on multiple sides and bad guys good guys quasi good quasi bad guys um, just how the rest of the movie works out and I'll get to how I feel the movie was done here in just a second Here are my thoughts on Ant-Man and the Wasp. I thought it was an entertaining movie. Uh, Paul Rudd is his usual entertaining, funny self. Uh, he has not aged a bit since Clueless. I'm almost convinced he is a time traveler or a vampire, something. He looks the same as he did in Clueless, and that movie came out in like 1995. I don't know. Maybe I should fact check that. But regardless, he doesn't age, and he does a good job in this role as he had previously done. I really enjoyed Evangeline Lilly's role as Hope Van Dyne slash The Wasp. Um, thought she was enjoyable, the chemistry between 
her and Paul Rudd was good. Uh, very believable uh, partnership there and how it worked out. It's got a runtime of just at two hours, a little under two hours. Um, so it's not too long of a movie. A good, good length for it. Uh, Michael Pena was really enjoyable in this movie as well. He was uh, really funny. He provided a lot of comic relief, and he just has some really great one-liners. Um, the action scenes are really fun because you get all this shrinking and enlarging and just randomness. It's really enjoyable to watch. You get a Stan Lee cameo later on in the movie during a uh, car chase scene uh, and he makes a joke about how he had done acid back in the day um, which I'm not exactly sure how much of a joke it is with Stan Lee but hey we we owe him a lot because he gave us a lot of great characters that we're still benefiting from today just like in this movie you know it's uh, I feel like it's kind of a stopgap to try and just have another Marvel movie. Uh, I don't know if at some point Michelle Pfeiffer's character of Janet Van Dyne is going to play some significant role in the Marvel Universe story, but that seems to be kind of the only reason to make this movie is to bring her into it. But we'll see what they end up doing with that. I'd give it three and a half stars. Uh, it's worth seeing. Uh, you don't necessarily have to be in a hurry to see it. You can go check it out at the Dollar Theaters, but it is worth a watch. Big screen makes it more enjoyable. I actually got to see the first five minutes of this movie three times, thanks to the projector messing up, and then got to see the second 45 minutes of the movie uh, twice because, again, the projector messed up. So it was a little bit of a long viewing experience for me, uh, but it was worth the overall weight that it took to see the entire movie. Um, so I do recommend it. It's not the best Marvel movie by any means, but it, it does a good job. Uh, there will be a little bit of a spoiler here as I talk about the... Uh, you know, mid-credit, end-credit type of uh, scenes that Marvel likes to do. So, just so you are forewarned. Uh, so there is a mid-credit scene where they have devised a way to build a smaller tunnel into the quantum realm, and Scott goes in there to collect some energy that they need that'll help Ava, and while he is in there, it flashes to... Hank and Janet and Hope, who had previously been standing outside of the quantum tunnel, and they have all dissipated like everybody does at the end of Infinity Wars. So, Scott's just chilling in the quantum realm, and nobody is out there to bring him back. So... That's the that's the mid credit scene. So a good little, oh, damn, that's screwed up. Nobody knows where he is. How the hell is he going to get out of there? And then at the end of the credits, there's another little tease that Marvel decided to add, which was saying, 
Ant-Man and the Wasp will return, and then they put a question mark at the end of it. So Marvel is really loving just having everybody confused on who the hell dies or disappears or whatever at the end of Infinity Wars. And I can't blame them. I would really play it up too if I were them. It's kind of funny. So that's going to wrap up the review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. I, again, do suggest you check it out. Uh, Especially if you're a Paul Rudd fan, you'll enjoy it because it's Paul Rudd doing what Paul Rudd does. The next movie I'm going to do a review for is Edward Scissorhands. going to take it back a little bit and do that movie. Uh, I had the opportunity to see it on the big screen. I'm going to pass on a little bit of a breakdown on that for you. And hope you enjoy that, and we'll get to that next episode. As always, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, criticisms, feel free to send them to me at twodogsaguy at gmail.com. And also be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes or Google Play or whatever your podcast provider of choice is. We would definitely appreciate that. As always, on behalf of Mosby and Luna, I would like to thank you for taking the time to join us here on Two Dogs, a Guy, and a Movie podcast. I am your host, Chris Hancock, and as always, thanks for your time.